I hope that this year you will make the resolution to keep your promises. Did you make that promise because it was an emotional, emotional reaction or a gauged response? I think most times we make promises out of emotional response and not gauged response. We feel like we've been forced or compelled by somebody that we got to promise to do something to get them off our back. And out of that emotion, you promise, knowing all along that you're going to break that promise. You hope that you don't. You hope that you're being convicted by this. If you make a promise to please somebody else, and you're not doing it to please yourself, I will flat out guarantee you right now, you're going to break that promise. You know what's bad? Saying no to your wife. No, I'm not going to promise you that. You know what's worse? Saying yes and then breaking the promise. I promise you from personal experience, that's far, far worse. <laughs> to have the courage to say no, James 4. Let your what? Your yes be yes and your no be no. Be careful in guarding your promises. Don't make promises you cannot keep. You will be held accountable by the ones in your life and by God. Here's another thing about promises. They should be acted upon immediately because they have a short, short expiration date. How many of you have ever been in a movie theater? At the most important time, a child begins to cry at the top of his lungs. And for some reason, the parent decides they're going to try to calm the child down instead of taking the child out. How does everyone in that theater feel? Important time in the movie. What do they want them to do with that child? Take them out. How soon? Now. When you make a promise, now. Has a short expiration date. You put a date on it and you keep your word. Now, another thing is, maybe you're not ready to make a promise. That's totally correct. Sometimes we need to learn how to honor our commitments. The psalmist said, commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will do this. We have all these ideas, these things we want to do. We don't know whether they're going to work or not, so I can't promise you I'm going to do them. And not every idea is a good idea. How many of you found out that not all ideas you have at 3 in the morning are good ideas? But you owe yourself something, don't you? You want to follow through. You want to make sure you work on them. You want to develop them. You want to honor your commitments. You don't want to be lazy, procrastinate, put them off. You want to give your very best to the Lord and to yourself. It may take some time to see whether or not it's going to work. So what I may have to do is gain more knowledge about what I need to do. I need to gain some understanding why I need to do it. I need to have some action steps, short-term and long-term. What is it that I need to put into practice? I discipline myself to do this. I acquire the skills I need to acquire. You have resilience not to give up. And you find people who will help you along the way. you got to honor those commitments. A third resolution, very, very important here. You have to bring passion to your vows. You know what Ecclesiastes says about vows and God? God expects us to keep our vows. You've got to bring passion to our vows. People say, follow your passions. Don't follow your passions. Unbridled passions will ruin everything in your life. You bring passion to your promises. You bring passion to your commitment. You bring passion to your vows. If you follow your passions, it may lead you out of your marriage vow. You follow your passions, it may lead you out of your spiritual vow. You follow your passions, it may lead you out of a good job and a good opportunity and lead you all over the United States looking for something you'll never find. Passions, unbridled, are a disaster. After all, there are many people in jail today for the simple crime called crimes of passion. Passion's good when it's used in the context 
of a vow. Instead of saying, I've lost my passion, that you remember the vows you took and you take that passion and put it back into that vow. You put that passion back into your marriage. Would your marriage be a better marriage? You put that passion back into raising your kids. Would your home be a happier home? Would your kids be stronger? You put that passion into taking care of your body, your mind, your spiritual soul. Would you be in better condition five months from now if you put that passion to your spiritual vow? You see, vows are sacred. Sacrifice is based on your principles. What are the principles by which you live by? Jesus says there are certain things worth dying for. He's talking about a cross here, isn't he? What am I willing to die for? What are the non-negotiables of your life? Principles dictate the priorities in your life. When you know your principles, then you know how to set your priorities. And what Jesus says here, if you want to know what real living's all about, you learn to live for me. And you learn to live sacrificially. It's courage, isn't it? Get control of our life through the grace of God, and we keep our promises, we honor our commitments, we bring passion to our vows, courage, and sacrifice to our principles. And that's what God has called us to do.